artists, producers, um, A&Rs, engineers, anybody in the music industry telling their story, how they grinding in the music industry. I'm Malachi, the host, but today we got Vision. What's up, bro? What's good with you? What's good with you? Man, so, like, introduce yourself, bro. Like, I, this man, Monster Producer. Let's go. <laughs> For sure, man. So, I go by Vision, man. Uh, you know, producer, entrepreneur, content creator trying to do it all man so you know i'm just very you know grateful to be here and, and chop it up and kind of tell my story and stuff so you know thank you for having me man bad 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 so where are you based at right now so currently i'm based in atlanta um i just came from ohio so you know i just i had to leave the spot it was cool in ohio but even just being here in atlanta in the, in the three months i've been here it's been a mm. v- very big pivot for my career Bad, bad. So what? I man, that's a that's a big change, and I'm sure it was like strategic. Like you really thought this through. So like, talk us through like the purpose of that move and what you've seen as a difference being in Atlanta versus Ohio. Yeah, for sure, man. So um, you know, I I actually just graduated with my degree in communication and psychology from the University of Cincinnati. So mm. I was in Cincinnati for that purpose, but I was from Cincinnati. Um, and I did music throughout the whole time. I just could kind of see that I needed to make that move. I was missing out on certain stuff. I know, like, people always say, like, you could do anything through the Internet, and it is true. You know, I got homies in Germany and all that that making, you know, connecting the dots from overseas, but you really got to be able to put a face to a name, and to really do that, you got to be in the studio sessions and stuff like that. So that's when I was like, all right, cool. I need to get up out of Ohio, get to Atlanta. Um, You know, I'm with my shorty, my fiance right now. We actually planned that move out months in ahead. Made the, you know, came down to Atlanta a couple times, check out some spots, you know, finally found something we liked. Mm. We booked it and just made that leap of faith. Once it was time to move, we just moved down here, bro. Like it was, it was literally just like man. that, you know, just that simple. Sometimes you just got to do it, you know. Bad. So that's how I went, man. Bad. That's nice, bro. That's a real leap of faith, bro. Really invested in your career, too. Like you kind of already mapped out how you was going to move, but like, what have you seen? Like, I guess. What have you tapped into since you've been in Atlanta? Yeah, for sure. So the biggest thing off rip is just the sense of community um, has really allowed me to maneuver and kind of move around the city. I mean, bro, there's events going on every day that I like stuff that I've never even seen in Ohio that we would never do because the artist isn't there or, the you know, the community ain't there. So there's been um, I've been to open mics. I've been to. Uh, speaking sessions, open panels. Uh, some of the people from like Pandora Radio was there, um, and I just networked in there in that situation. Um, even just this past weekend was Revolt, um, mm-hmm. which was a super big, you know, entertainment situation where you could network. Um, I went there, chopped it up with folks there. So just that alone, it's just the opportunity is everywhere. Like, you know, if you can't make it in Atlanta, bro, I'm, maybe, maybe you need <laughs> to pick sorry. something else. Man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, so back it up a bit, bro. Like, I see a guitar behind you or a bass guitar. I don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, man. Yeah. Okay, so, like, like, let's talk about, like, how you jumped into music and, like, okay. your background in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. So, okay, so I started as an artist right so i started as an artist probably 2012 now mind you in i was kind of emulating my big cousin he was a rapper so i'm like man let me be a rapper right so me and my cousin really started rapping in 2012 
at the time in 2012, I was 12, which is fried. <laughs> but I was really rapping like and trying to take on the J. Cole persona. Like I was really like chopping it up, trying to be really lyrical at that time. And so what I noticed was I was like, damn, OK, we both good at rapping. But who going to record us? Mm. I'm like, damn, you're right. So I had to learn how to record. We was doing bullshit, too, bro. Like, when I say we was recording off the iPhone, you had to be quiet through your whole time until the next person's part came on. <laughs> like, we was doing the most, bro. Hey. So I had to learn how to do that, right? So I learned how to record. That's how I found out about FL Studio. Then we was like, cool, we got that down. We was taking YouTube beats. Then I was like, man, we need more beats, though. Who going to make this type beat, this type beat? I was like, I guess I got to do that, too. You know what mm, I mean? So mm. started doing the beats. And I was like, hold on, hold on. This is just kind of fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like started cooking up on the beats, man. And once I started touching that, it was raps. So like I didn't want to do nothing else. I let the artist stuff go. I let the engineering stuff go um, and just focus full time on making beats, bro. And so I, I don't come from no classical training or mm. no music classes or nothing like that. It was just kind of all like, you know, I grew up in the YouTube era. So if you ain't know how to do it, you look it up. Right, so. right, right. Man, that's crazy. Like how you got into music. It was like you kind of just messing around and then found something yeah. you love. That's how just it like is. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. That's how it be. But yeah, so you've been grinding with the, the music and producing for a minute. And bro, you've been... I would say extremely successful, man. So, like, just... Man, I appreciate that, bro. Yeah. Yeah, just share, like, some of the placements and people you work with. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, what, what's really cool for me is, like, by making the connections early on, I was able to get some dope placements. So, like, you know, I've worked with Vito, um, who's who's now going crazy. You know what I mean? Everybody knows who Vito is. But so, you know, that was one one of my biggest placements when I first started. Like, that was 2017. Like, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I was 17, 18, you know, with a record with Vito. Mm -hmm. That was crazy for me. Um, another another major one that was super fire uh, was Wi-Fi's Funeral. That was super dope. He kind of, you know, for some people don't know who he is. Some people do, but... He was in the XXX vibe, um, you know, around that type type of area, you know, trippy red and them type. Um, some more stuff would have been like some of my unreleased stuff. And I know all my producer people out here can relate. <laughs> some of my unreleased shit is crazy. Right. So uh, and we can talk about that later, too. But so I have unreleased records with Chris Brown, unreleased records with uh, Trey songs. Um, but you know, the list just keeps going. I have records with Trina, which is mm. random. I got, you know, I got records with Marcus Houston. Um, you know, I can't even, I, it's so funny now cause I can't really think of all of them off the top of my head, right. but four or five years ago, I would have, I was dying for a placement Well, I couldn't, if anybody just use my beats, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's, it's a nice progression for sure, man. Yeah, man. That's, that's excellent, bro. Really got to applaud you on that. And so, bro, obviously, they didn't just come to your door and be like, hey, <laughs> what's up with the Facts. beats? All right, I'm sure you was hustling. Yeah. So, like, just hit on yeah. that. Like, how did you get Yeah, that? man. Yeah. Uh, So, the main thing that I did really was, like, just the networking, man. It's just making those connections. And I think, like I said before, like, I got in so early. I was, like, so right now, right, if you talk to a producer, he going to be like, you know, how you get your placements. Most time they're going to say loops, right? Loops, loops, loops. That's cool. Everybody using loops. You send them out, you get a placement. Cool. But I was doing that shit in like 2016, 2017. Mm -hmm. 
before it really was a thing. Like there was no such thing as loop makers, mm-hmm. right? I had I had some other homies who would make some loops too, but we weren't calling it something. We weren't like, oh, I'm a loop maker. So what that allowed me to do was send out. And at the time, since nobody was doing it, everybody was using my shit. Mm-hmm. So I would send it out to these bigger producers. These bigger producers have connections with these bigger artists. And then it would just be a placement, mm. a placement, a placement, a placement. You know what I mean? And usually when it comes through that way, it's like you, the paperwork is done properly. Like I've been paid for almost all my placements properly. Mm. All my shit is registered properly, mm-hmm. which a lot of people ain't going to be able to say because sometimes it's through some, you know, oh, he say, she say, and, right. you know, oh, I checked this, da, da, da. So that's kind of how I, I got these placements, bro. And even still to this day. Like, I still get them like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's a little bit different now because now we got loop makers and sample makers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, bro, that's how I kind of grinded and, and climbed up was just doing the samples. That's how I got the placements, man. Bad, bad, bro. Crazy strategy. <laughs> Early man, on, like, because now <laughs> yeah, there's, like, bro. whole software. is like, there's, like, oh, splice yeah, where it, you need to get loops, yeah. like, crazy, right? Well, Bro, that wasn't a thing, bro. Niggas, yeah. the, the the idea of even saying loops, like, bro, when we used to send collabs to each other, you weren't sending a loop. Like, you would send a whole f- project file, mm. drums and all, mm-hmm. and then I would add some, you would add some. That, that's how we used to collab, bro. The last time I couldn't remember someone saying, let's collab, and they sent me a zip loop package. Like, <laughs> that's fried, bro. You know what right. I mean? Like, right. nobody doing that no more, man. So, right. yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. All right, nice. Bro, all right, so getting back into these artists a little bit, Bro, these artists, I mean, who you mentioning? Vito, Chris Brown, Tory Lane, like Marcus Houston, like these are R&B. A lot of them are R&B, but then you got Wi-Fi's funeral. Like, yeah, that's a whole different lane, a whole different artist. Oh, different. So like, oh, different. how would you describe your, your style like when making beats? Like, how do you approach making beats? Do you do it for artists or for sound? Like, how do you go off of that? Yeah. Um, the, the main way that I've done it, uh, and it's, it's, it's slowly molded to this point in time. Um, but I really just do R and B bro. Like R and B is really my main thing. Um, I, I know a couple of my homies, shout out to MVA, shout out to 17, shout out to figures. Like we all kind of started at the same time and you know, they got placements like money man and, 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 and those type placements. Mm -hmm. I saw myself at that time. I just didn't resonate with that music. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't for me. So it was like, man, I'm about to just do my own thing. And so now I'm just doing straight R&B. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, granted, when I do R&B, it's not necessarily like like her R&B mm-hmm. or which ain't nothing wrong with that, which that's just to me, in my opinion, modern day real R&B, you mm-hmm. know, the three fourth time signature real slow. I'm doing more on the like. Bryson Tiller, Chris Brown R&B, mm-hmm. which therefore allows people to add trap drums if they want it. And then you get a situation like the Wi-Fi's funeral joint. Mm-hmm. Um, because, bro, that's the sample. I did the sample on that. My boy did. My boy SK did the drums in that sample is really. So I was in a bathroom. I just think I got out of the shower or something. I was singing a melody in my head. I just recorded the voice memo mm. and was like and sang out this melody, sent it to my iPhone or sent it to my computer. Added some keys, yada, yada, and it was a sample. And then I sent it to SK. He finished the joint, sent it to Wi-Fi's funeral. And if you listen to the song, you hear this person singing throughout the whole joint. Mm-hmm. And that's me wow. on the, the damn, you know what I mean? Mind you, at the time, like I said, niggas wasn't doing that. That was fried. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Did you get uh, artist credits for that? Like, Nah, no, 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 nah, I wish, yeah. though. That would have been crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been crazy, no, no, no. though. But, yeah, yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's cool. That's cool. So, 
like I want to take a a step back. Like, all right, so we kind of talked about like your approach with music, but like, wh- why do it? Like, what 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 do you find in it that really, I guess, inspires you or gives you joy? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you know, even though I didn't start making music till I was about twelve, um, I was still surrounded by it. You know what I mean? My dad was a DJ. Mm. My grandma was a jazz singer. Wow. My grandpa was a jazz player. Like, I mean, the, the, my grandma could sing. She taught herself how to play piano. We had this big, in my grandma's crib, this fat-ass, like, piano that, like, you could tell it to play a song. It would just, like, do some, it was some wow. off-the-wall shit, bro. Yeah. So, like, music was just always just a part of my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I didn't make the connection really until, until I started to think, like, right? So right now I'm 23. Like, I thought about it like, damn, bro. Mm-hmm. You've been making music damn near half your life now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it comes to a point like, damn, this really is your passion. This you can't, Nobody does something for 12 years just to do it. Mm-hmm. That's that's mm-hmm. crazy. You know what I mean? It's maybe a job that's you're going to see money every day. Cool. But you're talking about something where some people never see success from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So right. um, I, I was like, damn, so this is really what I love to do. And it, it truly is, man. And, and that's kind of how I started to realize, like, damn, this is a passion for me. This is how I really started to fall in love with it, mm-hmm. doing it every day. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And everybody everybody say the same thing, you know, like, in high school, niggas was at parties. I was... Mm-hmm. I know, yeah, and it's true though. Like in yeah. high school, when people was at parties, I was at a, I was at a studio. I was in my crib, you know, cooking up. <laughs> right. That is yeah. valid. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Uh, but you know, I know everybody say it, but no, it's facts. It's it's true though. You know, so that's kind of my, that's kind of how I got there. You know what I mean? Bad, bad, bad. All right, so jumping back into this R and B space, like I'm really interested because you know you got PDD saying R and B is dead, and then you as a R and B focused producer, like. How do you feel yeah. about that comment? Like, what do you think about that? Well, bro, like, to be honest, you know, everybody got they, they stuff they, they they like to say, and that's fine. And, and P. Diddy is a figure in in the scene. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So what he says is is cool, but you got to look at the contribution to R&B. Like, what has he contributed to R&B currently? You know what I mean? So we are the product. Like, we create the product. Mm-hmm. So if R&B is the sense of being dead, and, and to be honest, I'm, I'm not 100% disagreeing with him. I'm not saying R&B is dead, but R&B is not the focus in the industry right now, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that is not, you know what I mean? That is not first place right now. We're at a time, especially during P. Diddy's time, it was. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that was the number ones. That was the charts. That was, right. you know, so. And things get a little freaky now because they try to split R&B and hip-hop into one. and yeah. So then it, it, it pushes people out the way. So, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um. Like I said, I think we're responsible. I mean, you know, everybody has their opinions. I think we should just go harder. Mm-hmm. You know, there's tons of, I got, man, hundreds of fire people that I know that make R&B. They just don't got the the light that everybody else do. For you sure. know, yeah. I got some cat like the joint I did with um Trina uh, and my boy Brandon Christian. Brandon Christian, will s- s- that nigga will sing notes <laughs> around people. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold, super cold, mm-hmm. but... We just gotta like they just gotta get the light. They just gotta get their time. So yeah, you know? yeah. I I mean that's 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 a good response. I personally feel like the R and B, he knew it. You know, he knew R and B in a certain way, right? And I feel like that R and B maybe is dead or not. You know, right? So popular anymore. I mean, he did the whole making the band, everything like that's exactly that's, that's what I'm saying. That's a different, that's, that's a different, different time, bro. Right. It's different now. Right. You know what I mean? You wouldn't even do a show like that right now because 
shit, you get on TikTok and, and something just happened to go viral, you you put yourself on that. You <laughs> right, know what I mean? Right, so right. it's very different. You know what I mean? So right. I get what he's saying, but it is what it is. All right, bet, bet. All right, so you kind of mentioned you used FL 12 years ago. Like, what you yeah. using right now? FL. FL still. FL. <laughs> I, 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 I never switch. But, so it's crazy, though. So I, so I used FL. I used FL to um, record, which is, I know all my engineers out there are going to probably be like, Ugh, I know, but I didn't know. I was 12. I didn't, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, FL is not an audio engineering software by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually, when I first really started making beats, I hopped into, I wanted to be different so damn bad that I saw that the, the producers using FL were like, Metro booming like trap producers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I was like, man, yo, I'm I'm logical, I'm serious, I'm more I'm different than y'all. So I tried to go into Reason, mm. and Reason is a software, and you know, shout out to the people still using it. Some people do, but mm-hmm. but oh, it's very different, especially at that time, mm-hmm. bro. Like you couldn't, there was no VSTs in Reason. Like everything was in house, so you couldn't pull nothing from nowhere else. Mm-hmm. Like everything was there. So I really used reason, but then I started to be like, all right, bro. And I switched to FL. Uh-huh, yeah. But to this day, Still I use FL. FL now. Yeah, like FL you, is a GOAT. You update with the versions? Which which version you on? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I got the I got the beta right now. I'm I'm with it. I'm like, <laughs> man, turn hey. it up. Well, Anything new y'all bringing, yeah. I'm with it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Bet, bet, bet. All right. So um you mentioned early on, like you not only do like production making beats all that you also are uh influencer you also doing these other entrepreneurial type things and one thing i peeped that you uh are doing right now is that you an influencer for wave monopoly mm-hmm. and like you doing social media content basically for them so like talk about that yeah man so um the owner and for those who don't know what wave monopoly is if you don't know you probably seen bro's videos or you probably seen his ads mm-hmm. you know what i mean boy is a marketing genius my boy q crazy to go bro so i've actually known the owner of wave monopoly i really don't even oh we met through my boy denuzo shout out to denuzo um he he reached out to me um a couple months ago it was right around the time where i was finishing up school and he was like, look, bro, I want you to join the team. I originally was supposed to do something else for for the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, as time went on, time went on, it turned into then me becoming a content creator because he started to see, like, I was doing reels and, and doing all the all the Instagram stuff. And so that's how then that partnership began. Now, mind you, me and bro are like, like it's really the homie, though. So we got, like, you know, we've been doing work with each other for years. Mm-hmm. But in terms of th- this new stuff, not really. We wasn't doing content and all that. We was doing, like, records because he writes and he do everything, produce. Um, and so that, you know, that sparked this. And so I've, what I've been doing now is kind of, like, full, you know, full ahead doing, like, most of the content for Wave Monopoly. Um, and so the short form content, absolutely. Like, so we're trying to build that producer fan base. Mm-hmm. He obviously has a large artist fan base. But we need the producer fan base as well. So we've been building up on that, bro. We got some crazy stuff in the works, mm-hmm. man. I cannot wait to 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 showcase it for everybody, bro. It's really just a start, man. So we're gonna do some revolutionary stuff. We got a podcast coming, bro. Yeah. We got right. It's so much stuff coming, bro. I cannot wait. Uh but yeah, man. So you know, I do the content for for Wave Monopoly, bro. I love it. I love it, man. Nice, nice, nice. Y'all probably seen all the producers probably seen some kind of sponsor ad or something come through. 
You yeah, had to, bro. Yeah, you yeah. had to. Bro. And even if you didn't, bro, you, years ago, bro, was doing these uh, like videos where he would sound like certain artists. Mm. And so, bro, that went viral. Bro, we bringing it all back, bro. Wave Monopoly by the... This, bro, just wait. <laughs> Give us it. a year, and it's just it's going to be a very different conversation, man. Bet, bet, bet. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's really good, bro. And I feel like that's a strategy, not only for, like, what you're doing with Nate Wave Monopoly, but that could be a strategy for, like, producers or artists in general is, like, this social yeah. media lane, right? So let's just hit on that. Like, um, I, you got IG Reels going up, YouTube Shorts, they just announced, like, $100 million in funding. Like, yep. what's your strategy when it comes to these things? Um, the biggest strategy that I, I would say, bro, is like at first I over. So first you got to get rid of, um, the mental block that'll be like, oh, but that's corny. I'm not about to, I'm not about to do no skit. You know what I mean? I'm mm. not, you know, and that's a lot of the attitude for a lot of people. It was for me for the longest. I'm like, man, I ain't about to get on here and do no damn skit. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what I mean? I'm a yeah. producer. I'm a producer, bro. You're tripping. You better get on there and do that damn skit. You know what I mean? Because that's what it is now. It's content, entertainment, 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 entertainment. Mm-hmm. And the more you can entertain people, the more followers, more views, the more residual income, you know, more customers. Um, so my strategy really is take something that's inside whatever you're doing. So if you're doing podcasting, if you're doing clothes or whatever, go to IG, go to the sound section. You could type in sounds or you'll just find them when you're on looking at reels. Go to the sound, and if that sound has a pointing arrow upwards, that means it's trending, mm. which means Instagram will be more likely to push that for you because it's already trending. Mm-hmm. Use that sound. Look at the video that that person did. Recreate it, but apply it to you. You know what I mean? One of my videos did something crazy. It was like 200 shares, 26,000 views. It was just something dumb, and it was so simple, bro, mm. but it was relatable. You don't always got to be Kevin Hart. You don't got to be funny necessarily. Just be relatable to your audience. Yeah. And, and that's what you can do. Rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. There's a million of it. It's all over Instagram. You know what I mean? And so that's just kind of the strategy, at least for Instagram. But what the benefit of it is, you can take the video, download it, take it to TikTok. Right. Put the same video, same sound. Right. Take that same video, put it on YouTube shorts. I mean, it's right. just, it's, you know what I mean? I think we try to overthink it and complicate it and, it's not that deep, bro. Bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> this man giving out gems, period. Like, I don't hey, even care bro. if you're a producer, artist, bro. Just a regular person trying to make content. Bro, that's a that's a super gem, bro. I'm thinking about Facts, bro. what I'm doing here and how I need to uh, step it up. Hey, I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> it's really, bro, just get to yeah, it, man. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't wait, man. Get to it. Bad. Bro, this interview been amazing, dog. Like, this man, so many gems. Bro, how to get these placements, bro. Like, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is what's up, bro. But let the people, anybody that want to collaborate with you, like get a yeah. beat from you, like just connect with you. Like what's, what's your socials? Yeah, man. Follow me at Proud by VSN. It's going to be the same everywhere. So that's where you can connect. You know, Instagram is the best place to connect with me. If you even want to chop it up on Reels, on any of that, just hit my DMs, man. It's always open. Bad, bad, bad. So thank y'all for listening. Thank you, Vision, for jumping on here, bro. It's been amazing for real, dog. Like, I really appreciate you having me on here. Appreciate you, man, for sure. Now, I want all the artists listening, all the producers, any fans, bro. If you a fan, too, bro, like, we got a community building just for y'all. We got a Discord server. And basically, bro, we're going to start doing open mics on there. We're going to have beat battles on there. And, like, this is just a way for y'all to possibly win some little cash on the side and network and help each other. So, bro, tap into that. It's going to be in the episode details. Be sure to check that out. 
other than that, peace.